Says the Gemara, very last line on Dafsam Machzayin Amid Beis, Meisvei, Gemara asks a question, Meisvei, Bo'el Nida Kitame Meis. Somebody who has relations with a Nida, which we learn has the same dinim as a Nida, he has the Tumah level of a Nida, is the same as a Tumay Meis. So the Gemara wants to understand, what do you mean is the same as a Tumay Meis? Lemai, what are we referring to? If it's referring to how long is the Tumah period, they both have a seven-day Tumah period. So that's what's written by them. So that's not that that we wouldn't need a puzzle to we wouldn't need a, a jirasha to compare them or a, 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 a mishneic source to tell you that it's the same if the puzzle says that they're both seven days. So elalav the machnosam is telling you which camp they need to go out, and if there umidisefal machnosam, if over there it's clearly telling us which camp they need to go out, that a bol need that's go out of the same camp that a, that a tamei mace needs to go out of. Meaning he's allowed to be in a machne in a machne levia basically, so have a reshen amil machnosam. So then the first quote is also machnosam when we said before that a balkeri is like a magasheret. It means as far as camps go. So isn't that so? The Gemara says the area. Who says that's not a proof? Even though these two are these two are written right next to each other, but it's, it's not necessarily that that their comparison is on the same factor. There they're compared as far as Toma. This is compared as far as, 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 far as which camp. So, Hakidisa, Hakidisa. So, Gemara says another question. Mitzorah chamor mizav, izav chamor mitame meis. A Mitzorah is more strict than Azav, Azav is more strict than tame meis. Yatza balkeri, to exclude balkeri, she tame meis, chamor meimenu. Tame meis is more chamor than a balkeri. Okay, now what does it mean? My, my yotza, this what does it mean? A, to exclude the Balkari, the person who has a bodily mission, he is, um, he is not, well, he comes out of which rule? Comes, uh, yotza, he's excluded. What does that mean? Lav, yotza mechal zav, Isn't it trying to say that the Balkari, a person who has a, has a seminal mission, so then he, um, is not treated as a zav; he's treated as a as um, as as a tamemes, which means that he's allowed in the machna levia. He's just not allowed in the machna kuna, which is not like what Rabbi Yochanan said. So the hot tamemes chamor mimenu, because after all, a tamemes is more chamor, is more strict than the balkeri. It's allowed in the Machna Levia. So the Gemara says, Lo, you're reading it wrong. He must leave where Tamei Meis is allowed to be, and he must stay where the the Zavim are allowed, which is two camps out. Yeah. The Valkyrie. It's a little side question. The Avera is there, Nobody's talking about Avera over here. No, 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 I mean, I want to know. There is an Avera called Motsi Zerulavatala, but that's when it's intentional. Okay? Okay, masturbation. Right. That's not what we're talking about over here. Balkari can be, in, can be in however it happened, whatever. Okay? 
Okay, so we're not talking about Tavera, we're just talking about the Tumah, the impurity. Okay, right. Um, so, so Tommy Mace, or Vinichnas Machnezav, Avagav the Tommy Mace, Homor Mimenu, even though it is true that Tommy Mace is more strict, the Mutterbachnan Via doesn't matter. Lemai did Damile, mi Damile. We don't pay attention to the strictness of the din, we pay attention to the similarity. And uh, uh, Balkari is very similar in. Uh, in, in, in the type of tum it is to ziva because it comes from the body, same place. So that's why it's compared to what it's more similar to, and it will have the same laws as a zav, which is they can't be in machne kuna, can't be in machne levia either, but they can be in machne yisrael. And um, and uh, as opposed to tummy mace, it's allowed in machne levia as we established. Okay. So Tana learned before of Yitzchak Baradimi. Pasuk says, He goes out of the camp. Pasuk says that he goes out of the camp. What does that mean? This means that he goes out of the camp of the Shechina, meaning the the He can't come into the camp. That means he's out of the second camp as well. You may not enter the next camp, meaning Machna Levia. And this is saying, this is talking about a person who has a, who is a bodily emission, a Balkari. And you see, Mikan, this is a source, the Balkari Sheyetzi Chutz Lishtei Machnas. So that is the basic, that's the drasha that was say, stated before Rav Yitzchak Barabdin. Amar Lei, so he told him back, I don't understand the reading. How do you read the Pasuk? Pasuk says he goes out of the camp and he can't come into the camp. Okay? And you're saying the camp that he goes out of is the Machna Shechina. The camp that he can't come into is the Machna Levia. You never let him in, you're kicking him out. In other words, how can you say don't come in? He didn't even, you, you have to, the, the, the order is very, it's very strange read. There's another way to say the question. You didn't yet send him out. You brought him in, which is more or less saying the same thing. The question is, what you know? Um, you, you didn't say that he has to go out of Machna Levia, and now you're telling me don't enter the Machna Levia? That, that you can't say it that way. You have to say go out of the Machna Levia. You can't say don't come in. Yeah, you can't kick some, You can't say to somebody, "Don't come in," if you never told them that you have to go out. I understand the question. Okay, Ella. So we want. So Ema Michutza Machne. Yuda, question. Yeah, we talk about the zav. We talk about zav muhlat, or we talk about zav one day. What kind of zav we talking about? It doesn't matter. It does for the tum for the camp as far as camping goes. Where, where they're allowed to hang out, it's the same. You know, same far, yeah, there's a difference in, in, in how long the Tuma lasts. Um, yeah, there's a difference in other things. There's no Korban. But when we talk about stuff, we're actually talking about a Balkari here, which is, there is no Korban at all. And we're saying, yes, yeah, the same camp as Azav, which is outside of the two camps. Okay, thank you, Rabbi. Okay, so El Eima, so we want to say like this. Let us say like this. Go out of the camp, which came to Machna Levia. And Lo Yavo Al Toch Machna, don't go into the camp to Machna Shechina. 
So it does mean both, but we're, the, we're switching which one's which. The one that it says, um, go out of, that means you're in the Machna Leviyah, you must leave the Machna Leviyah, and you can't come in to the Machna Shechina. Okay, so that's what we're saying. So Maskev Ravina, how do you know that's what the Pasuk's saying? Bottom line is, we're saying it means you've got to be out of the two camps. Okay, it's just switched it around to make it fit. But Ravina is asking, how do you know? Maybe it's only talking about the Machna Shechina. We're not mentioning, we're not making the Balkari go out of Machna Levia. And we're just saying, And it's saying, first of all, you must go, you don't go in. And second of all, you must go out. It's two dinim. It's two as an alav and an asay. So to punish him, to give him a double, a double punishment or a double transgression. So Imkain, if that was the case, You could say, go out of the camp and don't go in. Obviously, we mean don't go into the camp. Why would it say, Hamachaneh, second time? Hamachaneh, Lamali. Why would you have to mention Hamachaneh twice? Shemamino, Lito Lamachna Acheres, to tell you that there's a second camp that he has to go out of, and that's the Machna Leviyah, and that's our source. Which is an embodied Machaneh, right? What? It's an embodied Machaneh. No. One Machaneh, the real one that we have to go out of. one sounds like a symbolic the Shekhinah is not is not symbolic. That's the Azara. That means the temple, uh-huh. the base Hamikdash. That's what we refer to when we say Machin Shekhinah. Okay. Okay. Kravov. Okay. So just to just to recap, remind us in the Mishnah we talked about what you're allowed to do to your carbon Pesach on every Pesach that comes out on the Shabbos. There's certain things that are allowed, certain things not allowed, and one of them was Michoy Kravov. Okay, the squeezing of the innards. What does that even mean? Unclear, and that's what we're going to discover. Okay, so micha kravov. So intestines, right? So squeezing out of the intents. So what are you doing? So my micha kravov. What does that mean? Ravuna Amar sheminakvan besakin. You cut it with a knife to let it drain, let it come out. Um, that's basically because that excrement or whatever's in there is basically what was going to go out of the body. If you leave it inside, it will spoil the meat, and therefore, you, before, by, by the time Shabbos is out, and therefore that's allowed. And michui here means to take out the perish, okay, the, 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 the excrement, okay? Shikr de Ma'aya means it's um, whatever is stuck on the inside, it's also used. It's sort of like you take the pressure from the knife and squeeze down, sort of like a tooth, my, my imagination, sort of like a toothpaste tube that you like push down on the bottom to let it come out of the tube. So that's what you're doing to the innards with the bl- blunt side of the knife to like squeeze it all out that it should come out. That's how I'm imagining. Anyway, that's what I think Chibarav is saying. Now, Amrav Lazar, my time at the Chibarav, why does he say that? Where does he get that that's the word Michui? Okay? The Pasuk says, Vicharvos, um, there's a Pasuk in Yeshaya, and the Pasuk says, um, I'll read to you the whole Pasuk, Vero Chavasim Kidavram, 
V'charvos mechim garim yochelu. V'charvos mechim garim yochelu. So, what does that even mean? My mashma, where do you see anything in the meaning of the word mechim here? Kedimetagim Rav Yosef, like Rav Yosef translates, V'nichsehon dirishiaya, the property of the evil people, tzadikaya yachsinun, the righteous people, the tzadikim, will inherit. Meaning, the, we're referring to the word mechim as the bad. So that's where you see that when it says michoi karavav, it's like getting rid of the bad of the innards. Okay? So now, we, once we mention the Pasuk, we want to go back to the beginning of that Pasuk. What does that mean? The, they'll they'll um, shepherd the sheep like spoken. What does that even mean? So, Amarav Nashab Bar Yermia. Amarav Kimidubar Bam. It's as stated by them. Okay. That's, it's not, in other words, it's a plan. Word Kimidubar Bam as was what was said by them. My Kimidubar Bam. What does that even mean? So, Marbaya Vecharvos Mechim Garim Yochelu. The, which is the, like we translate according to Rav Yosef, these, um, the, the, prop, the property, the, the valuables of the evil people, Garim, the Tzadikim, Yochelu will get to eat it. And, and that's what we're saying is, which is Kval Yisrael, will get what is Midubar Bam, what was said by them in the next line, that they're going to get to eat from the Rishayim's uh, stuff. So Amrle Rava, so Rava says, if it would have left out the Vav, it sounds like you, that could be a good way to read. There's two different, there are two different psukim, there are two different parts. First, it's two, step A is saying that, um, it's saying, and step B is saying another thing, and also, Haravos, Make him garim yochelu. So how do you read? So what's pshat? El Amar Rava, Kedar Rav Chananel Amar Rav. It's like Rav Chananel says the name Rav. Amar Rav Chananel Amar Rav. I see them tzadikim sheichayu esa mesim. In the future, the righteous people will have the power to revive the dead. Okay, how do you see that? Ksiv hacha ve'ra'u chavasim kedavram. It says over here that this, the kavasim, which is a reference to Yisrael um, will graze Kidavram. What does that mean? Bashan and Gilad are also shepherd Kimei Olam. So, what is Bashan and what is Gilad? So, interesting, those are references to the two Nevi'im that we're familiar with that did perform Techias Amazim. Bashan Zelisha. Habam in Abashan. Bashan is Elisha who came from the Bashan. Okay? How do you know Elisha came from the Bashan? Shanemit the Bashan says, Viyani Vishafat Bibashan. And Yani and Shafat were in Bashan. Pasuk in Tivre um, Ayamim. And uh, we find, and Shafat, as we know, was the father of Elisha. Uxiv, Po Elisha ben Shafat. So you knew Elisha grew up in the Bashan. So when we say Bashan, it's a reference to Elisha. Um, right, Paul Elisha ben Shafat, Asher Yotzak Mayim al Yedel Yo. He used to serve El Yo, and he took over for El Yo afterwards. Gilad, who's Gilad? Zeh El Yo. That's referencing El Yo. Shenemar veYom El Yo Tishbi mitosh veGilad. So those two, meaning the two Nevi'im that were Mechayim Mesim, they 
um, other tzaddikim will also gzeir shava v'ro v'ro. They're going to have that power as well. Kvasim refers to all tzaddikim. Okay, Amar of Shmuel Bar Nachmini, Amar B'yayni Sanasidim Tzadikim Sheichayim Meisim Sheinemar Odi Yishvu Zikainim Uzkainos Berachovos Yushalayim Ve'ish Mishanto Biado Merov Yamim, and the man will have his cane in his hand for from because of his many days Uksiv, and so Mishanto is a throwing is a reference. What's the Mishanes? Mishanes is a cane. Ve'ksiv. When Elisha was Mechai Mesim, it mentions his death that he said, You place it on the, babe, on the young child that he'll come back to life. So you see that it's a reference that the, they will have the power of Tchis HaMesim. Old Sadiqim will have the power of Tchis HaMesim, Lasa Lavo, in the future. Ula Rami. So Ula asks a contradiction in the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Bila Mavis Lenetzach. That the maves, meaning death, will be swallowed up forevermore. Okay, lenetzach. So, it sounds like lenetzach. Okay. A young child dying will be a hundred. Okay, so in other words, the, the span, lifespan is going to be much, much longer than we have now. And it would be like, oh, he died as such a young man, so young, young baby, because he, he died at a hundred. But it's Clearly, they're dying. They're not living forever. So what's going on over here? Bilam of Zaretzach. It's not difficult. Come be Yisrael. Come be It's the difference between Yisrael are indeed no longer dying, but Akum still die, but their lifespan is expanded. Goyim. So the question is, what are the Goyim doing? Tichsev. It says what they did is the imdu zorim It says in the pasuk that strangers will come up and and and, and shepherd your sheep. In other words, the work, the toil in the field is going to be done by the gentiles. Okay, by the okay going. So that's why they're there, and they're but and they also have a, a much longer lifespan. But it's not forever. Rav Chizda, Rami Rav Chizda, is a contradiction. Ksiv, v'chafra, levano v'shachachama. It says that the, the moon will be embarrassed and the sun will be ashamed, meaning that it sounds like they're going to be paled in comparison. But, ksiv, v'yara levano v'shachama, v'arachama, yeshavasayim, k'shivasayamim. The, the light of the moon will be the same as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be seven times like uh, uh, the um, Shiva Sayim, which is, um, um, which is actually seven times seven of the uh, uh, so or Shiva Sayim like the light of seven days, which is basically <coughs> seven times seven times seven, which Rashi says is a grand total of three hundred forty three. 343 times brighter than our sun. Okay. So is it brighter or is it more pale? What's going on? So Lokashia, Kan Olam Abba, Kan the Mosa Mashiach. In times of Mashiach, it's just going to be. Right, it's going to be Arla Vonakarachama. But in the time of Olam Abba, the the there's the the, the 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 only brightness is going to be from the Shechina. 
So, there is no difference practically between now, nowadays, and the times of Mashiach. Elishibud Malchus is just we'll have our own autonomy. Bilvad, Michael, remember what he's going to say? They're both this is the difference is where the Shechina is resting, the sun and the, and the moon will be completely paled compared to the brightness, the shine of the Shechina. But by the Machnet Tzadikim, um, the sun and moon are over there quite uh, very, very bright. Okay. If we want to have that brightness, it will destroy everything here. That's if it's like it is now. That's the thought. Everything's changed. We will be changed. Okay, Rava, Rava, Rami, Rava asks a contradiction. It says in the pasuk, "Ani yom yisva chayy, uchsiv machatzdi v'anierpa, hashdochuyim chayy mirapil akolshkin." Why would you need to mention in the pasuk, "I put to death, I bring to life, I, I hit and I heal"? Question is like, if you if you bring from dead to life. What? Fashtetzach, that you're going to heal the people who have illness or have, have a wound. You understand? Um, why, why would you. Merap is lokosha, it's kavachomer. So El Amr, Akadish Baruch, Akadish Baruch is saying like this. Mashani memes ani mechai. Don't think that I'm. That, that when it says ani amis vachayeh means that this person I'm going to put to death and this person I'm going to bring to life, meaning a new, a new baby. That's not what it means. It means. I'm being is a person, and then there's going to be Tchiyas Amesim for that person. It's talking about Tchiyas Amesim. Kemo Shemachatzi Banyarpa. No different that clearly when, when there's a wounded person and I'm healing him, you can't heal somebody else who didn't get the wound. Clearly, the wound is always in the same person, that, that the healing is always in the same person that you wounded. So that's the same idea, that um, that Achai is in the same person, and it's talking about the revival of the dead. So, like we have now, and this is, so it's talking about the same individual. And here we have a very clear-cut source for Tchiz HaMesim from the Torah. Okay, Dover Acher. There's another explanation. That, that there's, a, there's a, a Seder, there's an order. First, Hashem is going to be Tchiz HaMesim first. And then after Tchiyas HaMesim, that's when Hashem will heal the, anybody who has, um, has uh, some wounds or something to the matter with them, that the healing will come afterwards. So somebody who's lame, somebody who's blind, whatever, it'll get better. But first, the first Seder is to bring them back to life. Once they're back to life, and let's say they were blind when they were alive, now they're going to cut, then Hashem will, after they're back to life, Hashem will heal the, the blindness, for instance. Okay. And that is the end of this section. It brings us to back to our topic. Okay, so we mentioned in the Mishnah that um, the burning of the fats is um, one of the things that is, that uh, that also overrides Shabbos. Okay, the burning of the fats. 
So, and so on, and then we said, what isn't is the roasting. Okay, so Tanya, we learned in a b'risa. Amrab Shimon Borei, Kama Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. Look how precious mitzvahs are in their time. Shareheter Chalovim Veivorim. Um, the burning of the fats and limbs, must it be done right now on, uh, on Erev Pesach, that Shabbos? No. Mitzvah, um, um, it's still, uh, so, uh, all night long you could burn it. It doesn't, however, but since today's the time to do the mitzvah, you, mitzvah b'shaita is overrides even Shabbos. And that's his, you see how important even though technically you could still fulfill it afterwards, but if the, the time for the mitzvah is now, it is even, that's a value that's enough to override Shabbos. Interesting observation. Okay. Um, you don't wait until, um, until, until nightfall. That's going on the... Um, Okay, we said. Um, okay, so I'm not sure which part of this. Okay, so they, um, so what? Uh, right, That's the end of the sentence, and we don't wait till nightfall to burn it when it won't be Shabbos anymore. You do it right away. Now, next thing, so the putting it on. It's uh, you know carrying the sheep or goat to bring it to the base of Migdash is not Docha Shabbos. For a minute, we have a question. Going on the second, the next halacha, we said we talked about cutting the abeles. So let's say there's a growth that would render it as a balmum. If you cut it off, then it's not a balmum. So the question is, are you allowed to cut it on Shabbos? And we said, no, you're not allowed to do that. You have to do that before Shabbos. And here it's saying, chotchin yabeles verminu, chotchin yabeles b'mikdash. You're allowed to do it b'mikdash, abalob b'medinam. You're not allowed to do it outside the b'mikdash. But if it's with a vessel, then it's prohibited in both places. And Rebbe Lozov, Rebbe Yossi, Rebbe Chanina, Tzmachlokas, Chadomer, Yid So what, there's two ways to answer this question. So again, we have a contradiction. Our Mishnah says, Chadichaz Yabeles is not the Doche, the Shabbos. Okay? And here it seems to say that you can't do it as long as it's in the Mikdash and not with the Kaili. So, Reb Lazar, Reb Yosef, Reb Chanina, one gives the answer, with cutting it by hand. Ha-balacha, b'yavesheh. And one is by, is, is, it's a, it's a, 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 there's some, it's a fresh um, a growth that's not dried out, and therefore it's more problematic, and that's what's not allowed. But if it's dried out, so just to cut it off is not a big deal. Fechad and that's, and that's what's allowed. The other pshat is, they're both um, a fresh one. If you do it by hand, that is what's allowed. If it's bikli, when we said you can't do a chatikha zepeles, that meant bikli. Uh, that's when it's not allowed. But here, when you're doing it by hand, it's a kalachriyad, then it's okay. Now, why not go? Um, why didn't he? Why didn't he go with the other answer that we're talking about by hand, and one is dried out and one is fresh, uh, where it's where it's not dried out, and that's why it's problematic. Samerlach, he didn't want to say that because you wouldn't use the word chotech yabelas to describe a dried one. You just break it off. It's a different action than cutting, and therefore, that's why it doesn't fit so well into the text of Chatichas Yabelis. 
If it's both in hand, why not say the distinction between Yad and Keli, which seems to be a distinction? It says Keli is not allowed over there. Um, so Keli we know is Aser. No, so why do you have to mention? So it's talk a good question. We already said Klee's Asr over there, so why would you have to say Klee's Asr here? So the answer is, where, um, we wanted to bring out the machlokis between Rebbe Yezer and Rebbe Yeshua as to, what, uh, as to the ability to override Shvos. So that's why we're focused on it. You're right. Now, we mentioned Beferis that Kli is not allowed, but we're here, we're mentioning Shvusim that aren't allowed to talk about the Machlokes between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shua in our Mishnah. So that's, the, that's why it's like sort of repeated to, to elaborate the dispute. Now, getting it back into that discussion of Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shua. Amr Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yezer says, Imam Shkita, Shkita is allowed. And Rabbi Shua said, in the Mishnah, that, uh, that, that, of course, uh, that, uh, what about Bayamtif, where Shrit is allowed, but uh, you still have all the Isurim of Ashvos, all the rabbinic Isurim remain on Yamtif. And he says, what kind of comparison? Well, I'm talking about a mitzvah, you're talking about Rishus. Why does Rabbi Shua hold? Rabbi Shua Latamid, this is Rabbi, why did Rabbi Shua think that you could compare it? The answer is, Rabbi Shua Latamid, the Amar Simchas Yamtif, Nami Mitzvahi. Simchas Yantif is also a mitzvah. And therefore, it's not a rishos to, to have cooked good food on, on Yantif. It's a mitzvah. Okay? The Italians were learning in the Bryce, Oimer, Rebliezer says that you have two choices on Yantif. Either you eat and drink and have a good time, or you sit and learn. It's one or two. Okay? You got to choose what you're gonna, how you're gonna celebrate the yamtif by eating or drinking. That's one choice, or by sitting and learning. Rabbi Shuaimer Chalkeyu split it. Half is should be involved in eating and drinking. and half to study. They're both deriving it from the same text. One says Shavuos for Hashem. So what are you supposed to do on Shavuos? Study Torah. That's what it sounds like. Then it's for you. So, meaning for you to celebrate. So what's the deal? So Rebbe you can celebrate in one of two ways. Either all learn Torah the whole time and barely eat, or you can celebrate by eating and, not, and, and, and filling the time that way. Can you the world? So that's Rabbi Shua's sheet. Rabbi Shua's sover, Chalkeu, split it. Which is how we passed it. Half and half. Split your time. You want to accomplish everything. Now, Amr Abelazar, Hakon Modematzeres, Eve, everybody agrees when it comes to Shavuos, to be in and nami lochem. You must celebrate with Suudas. Nobody, even Rabbi Yezer, would agree when it comes to Shavuos that you got to celebrate with good food, specifically on Shavuos. My timer, why is that? Yom Shenitna Botoro, because it's the day that we got the Torah. Rashi points out what the idea is, is that the, if we don't 
um, celebrate the day that we receive the Torah by food and drink, then it's like, it almost implies that we're not happy that we received the Torah. By celebrating with food and drink, that shows that, that we appreciate that it's a blessing that we got the Torah, that, it's, that we enjoy the Torah. That's what we want, and that's a very important thing to convey, and that's why we must, there's no choice over there but to celebrate with food and drink when it comes to Shavuos. Now, Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, Hakol modem is Shabbos. Everybody agrees on Shabbos. Also, to be in an Amalekhem, that you need to, um, that it need, you need to celebrate it with good food and drink. My time of the Karasla Shabbos Oneg, because it says that you, um, that you should, you have to have Oneg on Shabbos. You have to have enjoyment on Shabbos. Amar of Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Hakol modem Bipurim. Purim as well. You have to at least celebrate with a with a with a special meal. My time, you may It says explicitly that you have to celebrate with food and drink, with partying, with food and drink. What? You should have a, a nice meal. Okay. Now, Marbre de Ravina. So he's a fascinating story. The entire year, he fasted. I'm, I'm assuming not on Shabbos, but every weekday he fasted. Okay, uh, right? Kulushas Havid Yosef, Bitanisa, Levarmi, Maatzarta, except for Shavuos, he wouldn't fast. Upuria and Purim, Umala Yomidikpuri and Erev Yom Kippur. Those are the three days that he actually ate. Okay, he must have been pretty Very thin. Good. Pretty thin. Okay. Um, now, um, okay, now, Atzeres, why? Because Yom Shinitan about Torah, because that's the day we got the Torah. Puriya, Purim, he made Mishta Vesimcha Gziv. And Mal Yom Dikapuri, where does he get that from? The Tanur Abchir Barav, Midifti, Fainisim Esnav Shosechem, Betisha Lachodesh. You have to suffer on, uh, on the ninth of the month, and then it says Ba'erev. So now, why are we mentioning the ninth of the month? The fast is on the tenth of the month. So tell you, if you do what you're supposed to on the ninth, which is to eat, then it's considered my chief it's like you fasted the ninth and the tenth. Rav Yosef Biyomada. Right, it's implied. Right, it's implied that it's okay, but it's not okay. Just saying, it's not okay. Um, it's a mitzvah to eat. That's really what he's saying. Rav Yosef Biyomadat very interesting, very famous actually. Rav Yosef Biyomadat on the day Shavuos. Amar, he told his servants. Avdi li egla tilsa. I want you to make the choicest meat for me. The third born calf was known to be the best, the most succulent meat. Amar, he said, If it wasn't for this day, the kagarim that caused it, I'd be just like any other Joe. Okay, that's what he's saying. There's a lot of people named Yosef that are just, you know, out in the marketplace. What separated me? What elevated me? What put me in to make me who I am, it's only the Torah. So I have to show extra level of appreciation. And that's why he, um, he celebrated extra level. Rav Sheshes, interesting story. Rav Sheshes called Tlosin Yoimin. Every 30 days, 
Mahadr Lei Talmudei. He reviewed his, the entire Torah study that he, everything, the entire Torah, um, all for every 30 days. So he had a 30-day cycle where he finished Shast, everything, okay? Every 30 days, okay? What? Huh? I'm saying. Ah, that's what saying. It was much easier, right? Um, there, are, there are people who do it. There are people who can do it. I'm just saying. It's, it was known in, uh, p- even pretty recent, uh, the Raga Chavar was known that he, that he reviewed all of Shas in every 30 days. Okay. Vitali Vikoi Biibra Didasha. Okay. And he would go to the, to the threshold. Vaamar, and he said, Chadoi Nafshoi. Rejoice my soul. Rejoice my soul. All the psukim that I learn are for you. All the mishnais that I learn are for you. So the Gemara is saying, it's like, it's, to get, it's for, he's saying it, it's all for his, you should rejoice because it's all for him, for the soul. Now, Rebbe Lazar says, what do you mean? Aini, is this so? This is only for in yourself. When you're learning Torah, it's only for you a benefit? That's not true. The whole world benefits from person learning Torah. If not for my covenant of Torah, uh, day and night, meaning that we learn day and night, all the laws of heaven and earth won't be placed. Meaning we need Torah to be studied 24-7. So the Gemara answers me, When a person does it, he does it for personal reasons. And then with, uh, uh, but, but, it's a, but its effect, of course, is to benefit the entire world. And this is really the stopping point, and we'll continue with this tomorrow. Pleasure learning with everyone. Have a wonderful day.